Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Dope Black Woman podcast with myself, Ashan, one of the co-founders. Now, if you listen to a lot of my episodes before, then this one will feel a little bit different to the other episodes because you're probably used to me talking about mental health or self-development. But this is a special one as I'm joined by Claire Kemeze, who's the owner of a new luxury eyewear brand called Kemeze, which is the world's first collection of obstacles and sunglasses made to fit black and brown facial features. So joining me now is Claire. Hi, Claire. Hi, Rashan. Thanks very much for having me on. You're welcome. How are you? I'm good, thank you. spoke a bit briefly and I told you, we asked all of our guests this one question and you was like, no, this is a big question. And everyone, everyone says this and it is a big question, but the reason why we ask our guests this is because we don't think a lot of Black women celebrate themselves enough. So we want to allow them to do that when they join our podcast. So the question is, what makes you a dope Black woman? Um, and I guess I the thing that makes me a dope black woman is that I've started a company where we're revolutionizing standards in the eyewear industry. Um, we feel that um, we're all really used to having choice in a range of different things. And because having choice tells you that you matter and that you're important. And we when we started our company, we felt it was it was symbolic that we as a community didn't have cho- the choice of eyewear that fitted well and um and so we've decided to do it ourselves and I guess yeah that's that's what makes me a dope black woman is that we're um we're creating choice in eyewear for black consumers and we believe that's really important that's amazing and you know being like the first brand to do so there's literally nobody else in the world that can come on this podcast and say that I would have answered that for you on your behalf if you chose not to say something <laughs> um but I wanted to ask you something that I thought of because the way you kind of started this brand was really organic um and out of your own experience which we're going to come on to but had you ever been in business before this uh no so actually my dad had his own business he had a shop and it was really long hours and it was really hard work. And as a child, I always used to think there's just no way in a million years I'm ever going to start my own business because I saw how my dad worked and like he didn't get to spend very much time with the family. And um, I just thought, no, I'm, 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 I'm not doing this. But then I guess when it came to this, we just was once we realized that it wasn't being done, and some of the reasons for that and some of the attitudes around it, we were like, well, we need to do it ourselves. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, we just felt such a kind of a, 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 a genuine sort of need to do this that it just kind of happened. <laughs> we just ended up starting our own business. So has your perception of like business and entre- entrepreneurship changed now then? Um, I kind of have a lot more empathy for my dad. I understand mm-hmm. why he was so absorbed by it a lot of the time. And um, I always, from the outside, had a feeling that it was difficult. But yeah, when you're doing it, it's um, it's 24-7. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite full on. Yeah. And I wear glasses myself. Um, some people listen who maybe follow us on our date.com and Instagram might have never seen me in them. <laughs> but I actually do wear glasses. I'm just someone that uses them a lot and never bothers to find them again um but I found them this week and I felt like I had to wear them because I knew we was doing this chat (laughs) and I was thinking about when I was younger and I used to wear glasses and um the experiences of being in the shop and trying on lots of different glasses and them not fitting me properly and I never really understood why this was or what this was I just thought I've got a big head so that's probably the reason why Mm -hmm. and I'm sure that probably was part of the reason why you know the size of my head because I do think it's a bit big but after reading your brand story, I realised that actually maybe it's actually to do with things like the fact that I have um, a slightly wider nose and things like that. Um, and I guess for a lot of people, this may or may not have been like a conscious problem. But this is actually a thing. But I know in your experience of doing like your research and stuff, um, that for people that work in the industry, they were very much aware that this was a problem when it comes to having eyewear that are suitable for black and brown people so just talk to me a bit about like your story of how you guys got to where you are now yeah sure like so you're right that glasses are not made for people who have lower and wider bridges and sometimes flatter bridges which is something that like a lot of black people have something that I have and I realized that this was an issue myself because I was sat at home I was watching tv and I was watching Westworld actually and the guy on the tv Bernard on the tv kept fiddling with his glasses Mm -hmm. I remember thinking this is so annoying like why is he doing that and then as I was watching I thought hang on <laughs> I'm doing exactly the same thing and um and that's when we started I called my sister straight away and I was like Christina I think I think glasses aren't designed for us and she said well I've never had glasses to fit me but I think that's probably just us like like you were saying Roshan you're like oh it's probably just me it's maybe my head maybe I'm just <laughs> Um, and then we asked like all of our friends and family and they were like yeah they were the same right and then we were like okay that's and so we booked ourselves a ticket to go to Silmo which is like one of the really big glasses fairs Mm -hmm. and when we were there we met with opticians we met with manufacturers we met with a broad range of people in the industry and the crazy thing was that they were all like yeah like this is a thing like this would be a world first it needs to it's not being done and we couldn't believe it we were like you know because there's been an Asian fit around since the 1980s in recognition of the fact that um Asia's seen as a rich and growing consumer group and back to this whole importance issue so all the big companies make an Asian fit and that's typically for people well that's like a lower narrower bridge fit I remember at the beginning going into Vision Express and being like uh can I try those Asian fit glasses on please and the guy laughed at me and he said those would be even worse for you and I was like okay (laughs) thanks (laughs) thanks and yeah and 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 so that's kind of how it all began we realized that the iron within the iron industry people were aware of it people were consciously not doing anything about it 
And then when we started, so then we did a beauty parade of manufacturers and we went through various different manufacturers. And some of the attitudes that we encountered were amazing. Like we went, we went to one factory where they said, look, this isn't just a first for Italy. It's a first for the world. But are you sure, well are you aware of the fact that we make really high-end glasses? So, you know, I don't know if you're in the right place. That was one thing that we encountered. Like people blatantly saying, I don't think, you know, I don't think you can, you know, that, that your community is going to buy this product because it's too nice. That, um, did yeah. you not find that a bit insulting? It was so insulting. And I was on a call. I remember being on the call with um, a lady who's, at the time she was a contractor with us, but now she works in the company. And she was so, I think we both came off the call and we just, we were sh just so shocked. I mean, we've, but we've encountered a lot of these sorts of attitudes that just quite blatantly racist attitudes. And at each point, it's just made us more determined to produce a really amazing quality product that we're, we're proud of. Yeah. There was a lot of people in the industry who are aware that there was an issue with glasses fitting black and brown faces, but what were their reasons behind not finding a solution? Well, I think so right at the beginning, we did a bit of a brand awareness campaign and someone like a guy who's really quite senior in the industry reached out to us and he was like, it's amazing that you're doing this. And, you know, it, it, it's it, it needs to be done. And he was very much very positive. Um, and his view on why it hadn't been done was that when the a lot of the big eyewear companies bought out an Asian fit um, initially, they marketed it in America as an Asian fit and people didn't like that. So they, they encountered some pushback on the way that they were marketing it. And so then they just kind of mm -hmm. stopped there. So that could be the first reason. And I think the other reason is a lot of these attitudes around the importance and the buying power of the black community um which are held by you know the industry itself is it's it's controlled entirely by basically as from what we've seen middle-aged white men and and so it's just a disconnect between people's own experience and kind of and the communities that they're serving I guess as well yeah I still find it so weird though like obviously what you guys have done by filling the gap in the market is amazing especially when it's a gap that impacts people like myself and my community directly but I just still think it's crazy that this has been going on for so long and no one's thought to do that I mean I guess I think it's like a lot of stuff right like you've got so many examples of like products which are fulfilling a genuine need like I guess products like Nubian Skin for example like I when I found out that she launched that company in 2017 Adi Hassan I mean it's so recent for something as basic as skin colored tights yeah it's true um, actually because even when yeah. you think about Rihanna and like Fenty I think that Fenty, was 2017 exactly. or like around 2017 2018 and that was like the first time we really saw like a massive makeup brand have products that cater to black skin in, in the in the the range and scale that they did absolutely exactly it's the same thing and I think a lot of big companies are content with marketing to black consumers with really ill-fitting products. I mean, I'm not going to name names, but if you look at a lot of the big companies and the fit, like it's unbelievable. You know, the glasses are often squashing the bottom of people's noses. The arms of the glasses are way too short. The angle of, you know, everything about them a lot of the time is just, mm -hmm. it's, it's a terrible fit. And th those images are being used to market the product with the companies knowing full well that the pe the models they're using are wearing glasses that are not designed for them and don't fit them well and mm. that's actually also quite amazing I think because it's just such it's almost it's verging on contemptuous because it's basically just saying you know you haven't I don't know it's 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 bad <laughs> but, but I guess yeah. they can get away with it so they do it
And what's the process been like of launching Kemeze with your sister? Um, yeah, I mean, like, it's been a long journey. Like, it was really important to us that we launched with a product that we were really proud of that was a really like amazing fashion forward handcrafted like beautiful product so it's been a long time in development and we um from the beginning you know we went through quite a few different manufacturers because we wanted to find one that really understood like what we were doing and that really kind of like valued I guess what we were doing and would work with us and thankfully we have found that in our current manufacturer it's like it's an amazing business and um, so we've worked together, we've 3D modeled the product to make sure that it is just an amazing, like really cool product that will fit. And, um, you know, I guess that's that that has been quite empowering, I suppose, because we we've, yeah. we've spent a lot of time. Christina's um, also an artist, so she, her work's been featured recently at like Christie's and um, and she's um, like her. So she's designed a lot of the um, the the actual designs, and then we've three D modeled them, and then we've worked with our manufacturing partners who are kind of um, experts in the field to produce this range. Yeah. It's really cool. So I didn't really answer your question. How's it been? It's been um, it's been quite a long long journey, um, I guess, yeah. to, to get to where we are. Um, but we're really excited with where we've got to. And I was mentioning to you the other day that. Um, we're soon going to be um, globally distributed by a like, well-known um, luxury online retailer and we've got some stockists as well and we're starting to get the message out about, about what we're doing so um, yes it's 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 really exciting and we've met some amazing people through through the process and I think we'll probably continue to do so um, but I guess the it does feel good to feel like we're doing something that we genuinely believe in and that needs to be done and it's we've managed to um i guess create a, a really amazing product um yeah yeah it's good it, it it has been good but it's been yeah it's been hard work and it's continued yeah. hard work yeah and you know you mentioned earlier that um the eyewear that you're created is luxury and that when you went to one of the potential manufacturers they were like you know this 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 luxury idea that you have might not actually cater to the audience you're trying to serve mm. but what was it about luxury that you wanted to adhere to like why did you choose to go for like a luxury brand because I think we wanted to start off by making something that was um just a really well-made really um quality product and um, so that's why we went to artisanal, man artisanal manufacturers to make it. I mean, I'd say it's kind of, it's accessible luxury, right? We're not like um, kind of at the price point of um, some brands like Dieter or, you know, really like um, crazy expensive brands. But it was important that we made a product that was really, really good quality. And I think, and that's why we, that's why we decided to manufacture it to start with the way that we, the way that we have. Yeah. And, you know, now that you're here, now that you, you you guys are up and running, you've got a website, you're making sales, what has the response been like from the industry now? Um, the response has been really positive. I mean, we've actually now got um, some, we've got a couple of mentors from the industry who are really senior, who really get it and see the value of it and are working with us to kind of really help us grow, um, grow the company and make it available in more places so that more people can try it on in, um, and get to it so that's really cool um, and it's exciting that we're soon going to be kind of sold globally as well which is which is really cool I think mm -hmm. um, 
the eyewear industry is actually quite resistant to change and so yeah um it's like it's a it's it's been a slow process getting getting people to, to i guess let us in the club but some people yeah. have some people have and i think more people will as because the reception from people who've got the product are like oh my god this is amazing i love them like you know this is the best fitting pair of glasses i've ever had and they look, yeah. they look really so i think as more people get to know about it and more of the feedback gets out there i don't think they've got a choice i think they've they've got to um yeah they've got to let us in really to a lot of yeah. like just, you know we've got a couple of optician stockists but we'd really obviously like to be in in more because the people need to be able to try the product on and yeah and have access to it and also just feel better and more confident yeah. about wearing glasses yeah exactly because i mean you look at a lot of celebrities right like really high profile people and they're wearing their glasses and they're squashing the bottom of their nose or a lot of men like the, the the arms of their glasses are halfway up their head or sat on the top of their ear and you think how as a community have we been accepting this for so long and it needs to stop you know we need to start um yeah we like it's this is really this is in many ways about more than just eyewear it's um it's important it's almost just about equality as well isn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and have you guys have received any pushback at all um some people because i suppose some people you know some people have said to us oh well not all black people are the same of course not all black people are the same some black people have very narrow noses some black people have noses that begin much higher up and they may not have had any problems with glasses but certainly a lot of people in my family have and um people that we speak to have so that's some of the pushback people have been like resistant to it and i think also um you know as a community we well I, I can't actually speak for everyone but a lot of the time maybe we internalize certain things and certain racist attitudes and so some people who perhaps don't understand the, like what we're trying to do have been a bit wary of it but by and large most people have well, been like, really people positive. from in our community have been wearing some people don't want to be othered I guess like they yeah. don't feel different yeah. and, I, and I totally respect like that that's cool but I think, you know, most people who understand that we are, we're filling a genuine gap in the market that needs to be filled and with really considered, um, a really considered product and, and, and it provides choice. And if people, you know, if, and that means that if people like it, they can buy it. And that's obviously got to be a good thing. And I think most people feel that way and are actually like, we've had been quite overwhelmed by how much of in general in general there's a really positive and um yeah like a real community response that's been fantastic yeah when i was talking to leanne who's the co-founder about chemise and glasses because we both wear glasses leanne was saying that she hated the idea of getting glasses when she first um, had to get a pair because she felt like it would age her and mm -hmm. she felt like it was something that only older people wore but now she feels much more like her glasses are her alter ego or there's some sort of like superhero that is like a disguise and it actually allows her to feel more confident. And I was saying to Leanne, when I wear my glasses, I, I don't know why. I don't know what programs I watched as a child that made me feel like this. But I just feel really empowered and I feel really sexy and I feel really confident when I wear them. And I don't know if glasses are meant to be like that for people. So firstly, can you relate to any of the things you've said? And also, like, what do you want people to feel like when they're wearing your glasses? 
Um, can I relate to any of those things? I, I definitely can relate to feeling like in the past, just feeling just wrong in, in, in glasses I had before we made our glasses, just really like a dweeb. <laughs> but I mean, I think our glasses are, are really lovely. And we've also picked colours that suit our skin tones better, right? So we've got a lot of burgundies and browns and chocolates. Mm-hmm. And they're just so glamorous. So a bit like you, Rashad, like I want people to feel... I want people to feel glamorous and their best selves and also like we see them for who they really are and um that they're yeah just really valued and validated wearing our glasses I guess yeah well no I think what, what you guys are doing you and your sister are doing are amazing um myself and Leanne have been lucky enough to choose a pair each we actually chose the same pair <laughs> which which pair did you choose um we chose the Kari sunglasses oh nice but there were so many pairs of glasses that I liked. I really liked the Akin glasses, where it's kind of got like the, the rose frame and then I kind of had like a gold um, oh, handle. Yeah. I really love them. I liked the Gabriel ones where it's like the white and it's kind of got a slight slant, like genuinely nice, like standout pairs on there. Oh, I think it's good as well that you see them on the face of black people. So you actually know what it looks like. Of course. <laughs> of course. And I like, I um, I love the, I love the Kahari Ruby Red. Like Kahari is Christina's godson actually. So like this, like we also love the name because it's just, it's amazing. But we also, um, I love the Zawe. I've got the Zawe chocolate cat eye mm-hmm. and I just feel when I put them on I just feel I feel so glamorous <laughs> yeah they look so, amazing yeah it was important to us to start with that we just came with something really nice and like a lot of these racist attitudes we encountered like people being mm-hmm. like you know basically like your community can't afford it and it's like no of course we can like a lot of mm-hmm. like like it was part of this whole kind of perception thing that, that people have that you know, so many of us are successful, professional people. Absolutely. It's not, um, you know, you. In- it's easy to internalise a lot of these stereotypes, basically. And we were like, no, we're, we're going to design for people like us, i.e. Pro- successful, professional people who deserve to, well, everyone, but who deserve to be catered to, basically, and deserve to be seen as well. Because it's a visibility thing. It's like yeah it's um I mean I could go on and on but it's um it's been a bit it's as a journey it's been some of the attitudes that we've encountered and the things that people are willing to say out loud you're just like seriously has yeah. there been a standout moment or, or, on part of that journey that's like even in years to come you won't forget that someone said that well the the the, the factory saying to us you know what you have to understand is our glasses we make expensive, we make an expensive product. Our glasses are expensive. That was standout. <laughs> it's so it's rude. Like, okay. So that was bad. But we there's been so many, Rashan, honestly. <laughs> just so many. And I just want to end by just asking you, how does it make you feel to know that you're the co-owner of the world's first collection of optical and sunglasses that are made to fit black and brown faces? really really proud and I feel like we're debunking stereotypes by providing a much needed solution to something that should have been done years ago and we're doing it with an amazing product that um we're getting great feedback about and we hope everybody um goes out and and tries them and lets us know what they think amazing I'll put your social handles and website in 
the description. Okay. Um, and I really do thank you for your time for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And why don't you support this black business and share the brand with someone else who will love it too. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.